6.14 to go in the opening quarter. 7-0 Bobcats. Shotgun set again for Elliott. He'll move Lucas Elliott over to the right side. Rich Hopkins will <laughs> call for Spencer Wigley to go in motion, but immediately stops him. And I believe we're going to have a flag on the play. Yeah, I think they were having a little trouble trying to decide if they were in the right offense. And they'll pick up a five-yard flag there for illegal procedure. So that'll back them up inside the 35-yard line down to the 39. And while we're waiting on that, Randolph County has taken a 12-0 early lead over Horseshoe Bend. It's 5.43 to go here in this one after the five-yard penalty. First down 15 from the 39. Hopkins takes a snap, he'll hand off, and he'll fall down behind the 40-yard line, down to the 41. Looks like he lost his footing just behind the line of scrimmage, so move him back about three more yards. And the Cats had good penetration on that, and that's what caused the mix-up as Blue Heron was right there as soon as the handoff was made. 5-14 and counting now. They are now back behind the 40-yard line. We're able to move the ball again, two plays. That's kind of what they did in that first possession, T.A. They got two really good plays on the Woodland defense, right. and that was all Woodland would give them. So they're going to go four wide this time, but they're going to set up three receivers on the right side, which is the opposite of where they were attacking to start with. And they're going to go to the left side, and it is in or incomplete. Debo nearly picked it off, but he uh, collided with the intended receiver. That was number six, Spencer Wigley, and that's going to bring up a fourth down behind the sticks. Debo read that play from the get-go and just tried to get up there in a hurry and step in front of it, not in time, but still a great play as they have tried that pass. That's the third time this game, just a simple look-in pass. Or actually, it's going to be a third down play. I apologize. Still third down and long, though. I think I can see the Sac City limit sign from where they're at. Three, no, four wide this time. They're going to split them off. Still a lot of communication issues with their wide receivers today. They're not sure where to line up. And I think Hopkins is going to call a timeout. No, they threw the flag. Maybe, okay, yeah, they got the timeout oh, off before the flag. Yeah. So we'll take a timeout with them. 4.48 to go, opening quarter. When we come back, third down and 18 for the Falcons. Bobcats on top, 7-0 here on High School Sports. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring for my caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. 
Taking a timeout, a quick throw in the flat by Rich Hopkins, caught by Amari Smedley. Gets him back to the original line of scrimmage, about the 35-yard line, but they're still 10 yards shy from the first down. That brings up fourth down for the Falcons. And we appreciate Mr. Waits uh, tipping me off to something I didn't know. Smedley's father played at RCHS. Is that really? correct? Okay. Nice little connection there. Does and this Smedley play like his dad? <laughs> a little bit, yes. So that means he was pretty good. He's very elusive, that's for sure. Four down territory for the Falcons. They will go for it. Four wide, three to the near side. Hopkins going deep on the left side, and it is tipped oh, nice by play, Casey, Casey Smith. And it will be first down and ten for the Bobcats. They'll have it at their own 35-yard line, 3.56 to go in the opening quarter. Just a nice play by Casey. He was watching the quarterback's eyes on that one. Great play there. And again, you know, just like we talked about, it's like Donahoe gets two good plays before Woodland's defense figures it out. Or maybe Woodland's defense is playing with them. I don't know. We'll probably have more answers for that later on. But another great defensive stand by the Woodland Bobcats. I guess they decided they didn't want to punt around Matthew Butler anymore. So uh, they decided to go for it deep. Shotgun set for Brock. He'll hand off Parker Woodham left side. He's got plenty of room. Look at him. He lowers that shoulder. My goodness, Parker Woodham gets down to the 49-yard line. That's another huge Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Parker Woodham laying it down. My goodness. He sure son. did. Lowered his shoulder and just took that one as far as he could get it. And uh, just a missed tackle right there would have been six points for the Cats. He was running with a lot of aggressiveness. 3.45 to go opening quarter. And, T.A., you were talking to me about the uh, Donahoe band and them having a guitar. I believe I'm starting to hear it loud and clear. Yeah, you go, right. You're going to hear that. Uh, I, know, I remember the last time I was here. Handoff Parker Woodham up the middle again. He crosses midfield, gets down to about the 47-yard line. Another great carry up the middle by Parker Woodham. So the Cats feeding Parker Woodham, Parker Woodham hard on this drive so far. Leading the charge for the Falcons. So a great way. Uh, Going to be a gain of about four officially down to the 48-yard line. They're now inside Donahoe Falcon territory. Last time it took us four plays. We're at two right now. Let's see if we can make it four again. Hey, it wouldn't <laughs> hurt my feelings at all. I'll tell you that. 257 and counting first quarter. Brock barks once, barks twice. He'll give it to Woodham again. He'll bounce right side. Gets to the 45-40. Still going. He'll finally be brought down at the 36-yard line. Another home star mortgage for Parker Woodham and the Woodland Bobcats. And good blocking up front by the whole offensive line there. Really, since this drive started, uh, got good push up front for another big game by Parker. First down and 10 inside the 40-yard line. 37 far hash. Pretty good crowd on the other side of us. Uh, Woodland traveled very well. So we'll try it again. First down and 10 inside the 40. Shotgun said it'll be a reverse to Debo. He's got room up the middle. He goes right side. He's at the 30. He gets tripped up at the 26-yard line. Gain of 11 on the sweep by Debo, and that's another Homestar Mortgage first down. So somebody gets it beside Parker Woodham. It's our little man, Debo, for another Bobcat first down, and we're inside the 30-yard line now at the 26. Knocking on the door again of the red zone. They started in the red zone the last time out and ended up getting a lot of points on that. So we'll be first down and 10, ball at the 26-yard line. Woodland marching from right to left. 
It'll be a fake handoff to Debo, but Parker will get it. He gets to the 20, lowers that shoulder again, dives across the 15-yard line, down to the 14. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Man, I love saying that. Yeah, but <laughs> didn't get to say it a whole lot last, last week, but good so far. Five plays into this drive, and we're in scoring position again. Inside the 15, down to the 14, far hash mark. Looking around too, they're, uh, they have the play clocks up, but they're not on, which is different from uh, what we saw at Ragland last week where they were up and they were on, but they didn't start ever. Handoff Parker right side, crosses 15, 10, bounces off at the five yard line. He's still going. And I think they'll officially put him down at the five yard line. He's gonna be awfully close to another Homestar Mortgage first down. If they give him the four yard line like the near side official is, I believe that's gonna be a first down and goal inside the five. Man, they did, and he's about a yard short. There is a and flag, there is a flag. The play. Looks like it's going to be on the Bobcats. That's what the officials are saying anyway. But I didn't sure see what, what happened, but uh, must have been a hole because they're marking off 10 from the spot. So, Well, we just got to shake it off and try it again. It will be second down and about 15 to go. They've got to get to the four. I did not see that hole. And you usually don't see one when you're running right up the middle. So they're getting the play from the sideline. One minute to go here in the first quarter. Woodland on top, 7-0. Have had no trouble moving the football at all tonight. Another sweep to Debo. He takes it from right to left, cuts back. Couldn't quite find the space he wanted to up the middle. It'll be a gain of one up to the 18 and a half yard line. I think they're going to give him the 17. This near side official is, and that's going to be a gain of two. Still behind the sticks. And that's a design play to go to the outside, but uh, the Falcons doing a good job of turning Debo back up and uh, cutting him off and to prevent a big game there. It's kind of, what, third down and, what, 14 maybe? Uh, they've got to get uh, probably about, yeah, about 14 yards. Shotgun set, takes the handoff to Debo. He's looking to pass. Wide open, wide open. He's got Butler wide open in the end zone. It is intercepted in the end zone. Brought down at the one yard line. Just waited way too long to find Butler in the end zone and that allowed number nine, Ethan Miles Jamison to come in and make the play at the one yard line. Donahoe takes over with 99 yards to go on the field. And Matthew was wide open early. Brock had to shake a tackler there and made just a little bit too low of a throw. If he'd had some air up under it, I still believe Matthew could have had a shot at that one. But Donahoe getting a start inside the one. Let's see if the Cats can shut him down right here. No matter what happens, this will be the last play of the quarter, six seconds exactly. They've got three in the backfield, about six yards deep in the end zone. Two wide receivers, one split to either side. Hopkins takes a snap. He's going to roll out. He's immediately in trouble. He's going to try to break out of it. He does get out of the end zone, and he'll get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to do it for the first quarter of play here in Anniston. Your score, Woodland 7, Donahoe nothing. We're back with second quarter action in a moment here on High School Sports. 
Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's TA. All right, uh, early scores in uh, of interest. RC leading, uh, that's Randolph County High School, 12-0 over Horseshoe Bend in the first. Hanley leading Cleburne County 7-0 with 2.48 to go in the first. Clay Central leading Beauregard in the first, 7-0. It's Mumford over Jacksonville, 8-0 in the first. And Wadley. The early lead with 57 seconds left in the first state lead, Winterboro, six to nothing. Yeah, it's a huge game in Wadley tonight that we will be following closely because not only is that a county team playing, but it's two region teams that it are sure is. pretty Big much game. at the top right now. Shotgun set for the Falcons on second down from their goal line. There will be a handoff up the middle. And I believe he's going to get to about the four-yard line. A pretty solid carry there, I believe. That's going to be Lucas Elliott on the carry. That'll bring up third down. He picks up three yards. On now, the and I can tell you this much about Donahoe. They're not afraid to throw from their own end zone. They no, love to not. throw any down. So you got to be on your toes against this team. Not a bad play uh, for Donahoe. You know they aren't going to try to throw it. Hey, Ragland sure as heck wasn't afraid to throw it on us on fourth down last week from about that same position, so you got to be ready for it. It will be a fake handoff option keeper. And oh, my goodness, he's hit at the line of scrimmage. Good play, Austin Champion and Matthew Butler to meet him at the line of scrimmage. A very minimal gain. I think they're still going to be about four yards shy. Third down and about four to go, or fourth down and four to go inside their own ten. The Bobcats playing a good stingy defense, and that's going to allow them to get pretty good field position as Parker's lined up back at the at the 35, maybe 40-yard line. Let's see if the punter can get it that far. And Well, better yet, let's see if Matthew can get in there and block another one. Grant Steed lining up to punt this one. And it'll be, oh, he caught it before it went out of the end zone. A high, beautiful punt. Good play by the punter for Donahoe. And they're going to let this one take a Falcon bounce. My goodness, at the 50-yard line. That's got to be about a 50, 60-yard punt there from Grant Steed to the Falcons. <laughs> My goodness. It was just a good punt, and it went up in the direction. So I, I was thinking when it hits, it's coming this way hard, and it did. So nice play for Donahoe. But still a relatively short field. I guess you could say for the Bobcats if we continue to run the football like we've been running. So Bobcats start at the 50-yard line, 10.30 to go until halftime. A very quick first quarter, we thought. Shotgun set for Woodland. It will be a handoff to Parker. 
He'll go up the middle. He'll go back to the left. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. Flag on the play. And we'll see what that was on. That was thrown during the play. And it looks like it will be a holding a holding call on the Bobcats. I'll back them up to the 40. Again, tonight we're seeing what we've seen a little bit of at Raglan last time. Uh, that's the second hole of this game. Bobcats have got to find a way of cutting down on these penalties and become a better disciplined football team here because it killed us last week. Uh, you know, we could have probably scored – at least two more touchdowns. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. It's just you've got to just got to keep doing your thing. You can't keep shooting yourself in the foot. You know, Woodland's got a really good opportunity here to get another score in. They've been able to move the ball very well in their first two drives. First drive ended in a touchdown. Their last one ended in an interception, but you can't take anything away from what happened before that play. Parker will get the ball again. He'll cross the 45-yard line down to the 46, a solid six-yard gain from the junior on the right side, second down. Another good run, piece of running and good blocking up front by the Bobcat offensive line, springing Parker for another good run. And it's uh, still second and long, a long probably 15 yards. Yeah, they've got to get to the 40 yard line on the other side of the field following that holding call. 9.45 to go second quarter. And it will be a handoff. Parker up the middle again, gets to the original line of scrimmage, bounces off, and he'll finally get pushed out of bounds around the 47-yard line. Great play by Amari Smedley, as well as number 50, Tristan Smith, on the play on the near sideline. Going to be about uh, five yards shy for the first down. And I'll say this for Parker Woodham. I've known him since my son was in high school. That's a hard-working young man. He is. He is. And he is in shape, so he can handle probably getting 25, 30 carries in this game if coach decides to go that route. Nine minutes and counting in the second quarter. Woodland on top, 7-0 over Donahoe. This is their third possession of the ball game. Shotgun set with Parker sidecar left of Brock. Will be Parker getting it up the middle again. He will. Oh, he spins away and finally knocked down at the 50-yard line. A great play by number 63, Judson Billings, to just stay on Parker and not let go, and he'll get back to the original line of scrimmage. He'll bring up fourth down for the Bobcats. And that's one of the names for the Falcons we talked about before this game started, Judson Billings. Probably one of the bright spots on their defensive and offensive front from the lineman position. Good play, and we're going to get to see a punt here. And I think that's Tate Bradford back to yeah, kick for that's the Cats. Yeah, uh, that's a name we haven't called out since last year, Tate Bradford rejoining the team. He's eligible to play this week, and he will be punting this one away for the Bobcats. High punt that will be taken far side. It will bounce out at the 36-yard line of Woodland, so Donahoe will take over inside Woodland territory, 7.57 to go in the second quarter. And we saw Tate in the pregame out here kicking and uh, was doing a fine job. We saw him turn several over. Not a good punt there, but uh, first game jitters, maybe. <laughs> maybe so. I don't know. He was uh, he was booing him there in uh, warm-ups. I think he nailed at least uh, – couple 40, 45-yard punts, so we know what he's capable of. That could come in handy later if we need him. 
So the Falcons take over again, now marching from right to left. Shotgun set. It'll be a handoff. Lucas Elliott, he'll get hit oh, uh, at nice. the original line of scrimmage. Uh, maybe a handoff gain of one on the play. That was a good play by Guy McManus and Austin Champion as well as uh, Luca Taking Brown finishing off. And Mick Bailey in on that tackle as well. Good, good defense by the Cats on that as they are swarming this run so far. 7.30 to go, second quarter. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to us tonight on Mixler. If you haven't already, be sure to download the app, create you an account, and subscribe uh, to Woodland Bobcats football, Woodland Bobcats on iSchool Sports. That way you'll get an email notification every time that we go live. And Lucas Elliott again getting a carry in there to meet him at the 36-yard line, the line of scrimmage. And Mick Bailey being able to eat him up again as soon as he touched the line of scrimmage. That'll bring up third down. Bobcats swarming good here in the early going of the second quarter. And so far, the whole game, a swarming defense with some pretty good size in there with Big Blue Heron and Austin Champion. Good size for both of them young men right there in the middle. Four wide receivers, three to the far side for Ridge Hopkins in this Falcons offense. He's going to look up the middle. No, he's going to keep it. My goodness, Blue oh, Heron met goodness. him there behind the line of scrimmage. Sophomore's getting a chance to eat here. And again, there's that name, Mick Bailey, there to clean him up. Eli Rollins helped him out too, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Blue Heron really making a name for himself as a sophomore in 2020. And I can tell you this much, and I know you probably don't remember this, but back in the day when his father, Ricky, was out there, that was a mean guy. You didn't want nobody hitting you. You didn't want him hitting you, especially. Yeah. Um, he would get after you. And it will be a punt. Another high, beautiful punt that will be taken on the far side of the field. It will land at the 30, and it will be down at the 28-yard line by Ridge Hopkins. Woodland will take over at the 28 officially, 544 to go in the second quarter. So what's Woodland got to do differently here on uh, this possession to uh, get back in the end zone? Well, I, I'm going to tell you, we just got to quit shooting ourselves in the foot. The run is working, but when, you, when you're dedicated to the run like the Cats are the last couple of games, you can't afford penalties. you got to keep moving the ball forward. Shotgun set for Edwards. He'll hand off to Woodham right side, and he's clobbered. He bounces off the tackler, though, gets inside the 30-yard line. He's finally brought down. There's a flag Man, in the back. We're going to have a flag. I don't know whether it's on Guy or on the Donahoe defense. There was a little bit of yep, block below the waist. I don't know about that one, but we'll go with what he said here. So that will be another flag on the Woodland offense. That'll move him back uh, behind the 20-yard line, I believe. But uh, even though this play won't count in the stat sheet, Parker Woodham, he's lowered his shoulder today. He has gone 250%. I didn't think it was possible, but Parker's proven to me that you can tonight. He won't go down unless you force him to get down. He's mm -hmm. not going to lay down for you. That was a very late flag on a block below the waist, and I, I'm assuming that was own guy, but – uh, but that was the only place it could have been. That's where the flag hit. But uh, the ball had done went past. 
So it will be first down from the 13-yard line. They've got to get all the way to the 38. Now the question for me is, will the Cats open it up here on first and two miles? Will we see a pass? And I believe you're right. He's in trouble. He's got to get rid of it. He'll throw to Guy McManus at the five-yard line. Gets it at the 10 to the 15. Shakes 120. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45-50. And finally pushed out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Just a play that busted it open. And look at Guy McManus redeem himself following the penalty. <laughs> That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Let the professionals at Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team, help you restore your credit. Mobile financing is available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, 334-863-4052. That's a little man with a heart the size of Alabama, hey, believe that's right. me. That's, a, uh, that's another guy that you cannot count out, no pun intended. Parker Woodham will get it up the middle this time. He'll lower that shoulder again, gets to the 41-yard line. Another great carry by Parker Woodham. And the fourth play of this drive, good yardage being made again by the Bobcats. If we can just keep those yellow flags off of the ground, I think we can drive down here and put this game up 14-0 maybe. Second down and five to go. Ball at the 43-yard line. 4.30 and counting until halftime. Our halftime guests this week are going to be Jason and Tyson Armstrong. You'll love to hear their interview. And we'll have that coming up at halftime. Brock looking at pass. He's going to go back right side, and it is incomplete. Dalton Bowen, the intended receiver, was still about uh, five yards shy. And we're going to have a late flag. He, I thought that may have been well, interference yeah, on the, Donahoe. I, but, uh, I think that's what they were trying to say was that uh, Boland was pushed out of bounds, uh, but the ball still wasn't catchable uh, that I thought anyway, but we'll see what they give us. Again, another late flag thrown by the uh, officials, but hey, if we get that 15, I'll take it. They're talking about it pretty hard here, so they I don't know whether they're going to pick this up or not. Nope, they're going to let it stand. Wow. So that'll That's be a big first down. So it will be first down for the Woodland Bobcats following the pass interference play. And kind of what happened on that play, Dalton Bowen going out for the pass, he was being covered heavily by Amari Smedley. They kind of tangled up with each other, and he was ultimately pushed out of bounds, Debo was. And then right after that, uh, Brock threw the pass towards him, which really helped him out. And hey, that's good quarterback awareness, too, to really that's take advantage of what the defense is giving you in more ways than one. Yeah, that's right. And, and keeping this drive going, Let's so, see what the Cats do here. Will be first down and 10. Ball at the 26-yard line following the penalty. Because of that penalty, that's another Homestar Mortgage first down presented by Homestar Mortgage Lori Brown team. Another dose of Parker Wooden, Woodham coming right up, <laughs> if I was guessing. I believe you're right. First down from the 26. Brock takes a snap. Another handoff, Parker. He'll bounce out to the right side, finds room. He's finally going to be brought down. I thought Judson Billings was going to wrap him up and bring him to the turf, but Judson just could not quite seem to get the grip around him. He had to call a couple of his Falcon buddies to come help him out, including number seven, Lucas Elliott. He'll uh, move him down uh, to about the 24-yard line, gain a two for Parker. 
And this is the kind of offense that really wears on a defense uh, as time goes on throughout the game. Not so much right now, but uh, Falcons doing a good job, but uh, Parker running hard. And it will be Brock on the option keeper. He'll bounce out to the left side. He's at the 15. He's got to get a block. He won't get it. No, he spins, stays inbounds. He's finally pushed out inside the 10-yard line. We're going to say the nine. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Brock Edwards on the option keeper to the left side. And just when you think, get that defense thinking that Parker Woodham's going to get the ball, you spring another great athlete outside with Brock Edwards with good speed there. And I think we can still get a first down here. It, it's yeah. going to be right against the goal line. but <laughs> Looks like that front nose of the football is going to be on the 10-yard line. So they've got to get maybe just an inch away from the goal line to get a first down. Shotgun set for the Bobcats. It'll be a snap taken by Brock. Hands off to Parker. He lowers that shoulder. And he's going to be just shy of and the goal line. He'll get to about the two-yard line. Another great carry for Parker Woodham. Down Very close to a first down, about a yard shy. And Parker continuing to run very hard here in the first half of this one. These, this game is pushing right along. Yes, it really is. Woodland able to move the ball very well here in this ball game. 2.15 to go until halftime. Woodland on top, 7-0. Ball now at the four-yard line. Again, sidecar left is going to be Parker Woodham. In this shotgun set, Brock will take the snap, and why not? He'll land off to Parker Woodham again. He'll bounce left side. Does he get into the end zone? They're going to say he's just shy of the end zone, but again, another great carry for Parker Woodham getting positive yards. And we got another four downs right there. I'm sure that's pretty close. If Yeah, it's going to be first and goal now. Will be first down and goal from the one-yard line. That's another Homestar mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Easy peasy right here. I mean, I think you if you want to hand off to Parker again, I think that's great. But, Brock, if you want to keep it, hey, there's a lot of things you can do here that you really don't have to stress out about. And as hard as Parker's been running, you kind of want to as a coach to let him have the six points if he can get it. Shotgun snap. Hands off. Parker Woodham up the middle. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. He scored his first touchdown of the year last week at Ragland. He has two tonight, and the Bobcats have extended their lead to 13-0. Another good drive here by the Bobcats with the help of one penalty, a pass interference play. After we got called for a hold, so I guess that was an offset. We'll take it either way. We're up 13-0, and Parker's going to see if he can add a one here. For the 56 Vintage Market extra point attempt, that kick is up, and it is good. 129 to go in the second quarter. That extra point was brought to you by 56 Vintage Market. For vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, home decor, and much more, visit 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56, located in the old New Hope School Building. 129 to go until halftime. Woodland 14, Donahoe nothing. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. 
Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap brought to you by your premier source for real estate information, Reliance Realty, here's T.A. Nine play drive as we get ready to kick off. Nine play drive, oh, hurry. Two yard run by Parker Woodham to finish that off. Cats go up 14-0 here. Butler will do a pooch kick and it will be taken by Donahoe at midfield. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. You know the big thing I took away from that drive, T.A., and it's not that Parker Woodham had another great drive, which he did. Not going to take anything away from that. But we fought through adversity, and we got seven points because of it. You better believe it. And uh, that's one thing you can say about this team from game one, even against RCHS. We've been playing feisty. We've been playing good, stingy defense. We've been playing some good teams, especially with RCHS, where maybe we run out of gas a little bit in the second half. Tonight we're holding our own and playing good. Shotgun set with four wide receivers, three to the near side. He's going to throw it. It is intercepted by the Bobcats. That's going to be guess who? Parker Woodham. He's going to take it down to the 40-yard line. First down and 10, Bobcats at the 40. Parker Woodham is showing out once again. I was kind of hoping we would see a pick because I knew how much coming up here, you know, you and I were talking about it. Donahoe does throw the football a lot. If we could just get a man in the right position, Parker Woodham playing lights out tonight, as is many of the other cats, but he picks that one off, and he wouldn't but a player or two away from taking that one to the house. 1.20 to go until halftime. While we've got a second, we'd love to tell you about the Bison Classic Golf Tournament that's coming up on October the 26th. It benefits the Southern Union Scholarship Foundation. Make your plans to play now by registering online at suscc.edu or contacting Shawnee Brown. Deadline for team entries is October the 13th. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. For more information, check out suscc.edu. Edwards takes a snap. It's going to be a play-action pass. He's going to roll out to the left side. He will keep it and he will get first down yardage before finally going out of bounds after a gain of about 12. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. So weird for me to saying, not by Parker Woodham, but Brock Edwards making, uh, making the most out of a tough situation. Couldn't quite find anyone open when he wanted to, and that'll be another big first down for the Bobcats. Brock has run the ball twice in this game, both for pretty good gains, both for first downs, as a matter of fact. And let's see if we get back to another Dose of Parker Woodham here. I I don't know. I uh, I like what he's doing, but I wonder if you want to try to attack, really see what you can do throwing the football, try to get another quick touchdown up with a minute and ten left. We'll see who's right on this one. Well, the Cats have all three timeouts left. They haven't got to really be in a big hurry. And it will be Woodham up the middle again. Good call, T.A., on that one. He crosses the 30-yard line down to around the 25, a pretty solid gain of four by Parker Woodham on the far side. Plenty of time, but they are letting it run. I kind of expected a timeout after that one, but uh, Bobcats choosing to let the clock run. 
47 seconds to go. Bobcats up by 14. It'll be a handoff. Woodham to the left side. Plenty of room. Still on his feet. He's going. He's got plenty of first down yards. We'll see where they finally mark him down. They're going to say around the 11-yard line. And uh, I believe that's going to be a timeout on the play, but not before a home star mortgage first down by Parker Woodham and the Bobcats. Yeah, and uh, I thought the clock should have stopped a little quicker on the first down on that play, but they let it run down to 31 and a half. Still plenty of time. And they are going to call the timeout. Uh, They've got to stop the clock, though. It should be at 31 seconds. We'll see if they get that figured out when we return. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Following the timeout, Bobcats first down and 10 from the 12. They're up 14-0 over Donahoe. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Young Strung and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, and immunizations, even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you are here, you can check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460, Highway 48, Woodland. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands a small town of Woodland, Alabama. A wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers. Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's T.A. All right, not much to add. Central High School of Clay County leading Beauregard 7 to nothing. Randolph County over Horseshoe Bend. That score, if it's correct, uh, I'm looking at score stream and it could First be down, wrong. Man, hey, uh, to, uh, Randolph County leading that one 26 to 12. Hanley leading Claiborne County 19 nothing, and we're about to get things back. 31.5 seconds left following a timeout. Parker Woodham will take it left side, cuts back into the five yard line. And he's going to be awfully close and to a first down. Taken down after a pickup. And it will be another timeout taken by the Bobcats. We'll take one with them. 25.3 seconds left in the first half. 14-0 Bobcats over Donahoe. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. 25.3 seconds to go until halftime. Woodland has the ball inside the five-yard line at the four. They'll have second down and goal to go. They're still talking about it over in the huddle on the – far sideline. I wonder what they're cooking up over there, T.A. I don't know. I think we're going to see more run. We still got two uh, 
two timeouts. Is that uh, one timeout? They just hadn't changed it on the board here. Let's see what's going to happen. And it will be Brock keeping it left side. No, he's going to lose yardage. Decided to crash over on the right side. They haven't spent a whole lot of time over there uh, in uh, this Brock quarter. Edwards. And they're going to take another timeout to talk about it. So when we Take come back, back, third down and goal Steve. from, or third down and two from the four-yard line. Woodland on top, 14-0 over Donahoe. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. 19.9 seconds to go here on this third down play at the five-yard line. Bobcats on top, 14-0, and they are driving inside Donahoe territory. Uh, coming up at halftime, Coach Jason and Tyson Armstrong will be joining us. Had a great conversation with them yesterday, and we can't wait for you to hear it as they talk about everything that's going on uh, with Woodland football in 2020, what's going on now that uh, both of them are employed by Woodland High School now and kind of how – uh, schools going for them here in this uh, time of uh, COVID-19 protocols. It was a great conversation. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. That's coming up at halftime. Brought to you by Lacey Garner at J.C. Hairco. So following the timeout, Brock will take the snap. He'll pitch it left side to Parker Woodham. He'll bounce out. He'll win the edge. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. A five-yard rush for Parker Woodham, his third touchdown of the night. Touchdown, Bobcats. Parker Woodham stealing the show for the Bobcats tonight. And the uh, best part about this score is the Cats will get the ball first in the second half here. So last drive, he scores on a one-yard uh, touchdown run. He sets up this drive with an interception on defense, and he scores from five yards out this timeout. And he will line up for the 56 Vintage Market extra point attempt. And, no, it's going to be a fake. Brock's going to pick it up. He's going to throw towards the end zone. It is intercepted, but that play will not count. So with 12 seconds to go in the first half, Woodland on top, 20 to nothing. Your score, Bob, or your, this is Bobcats football from High School Sports. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. 
Do you remember when your banker knew you by name? Do you miss having a bank with hometown spirit? Visit us at Southern Stakes Bank, where we believe in making local decisions, the communities we serve, where we are proud to support local high school football. This is David Sears, Market President of Randolph County here in Weedowie. I invite you to come see us at 117 Main Street, Weedowie, or 548 Main Street, Randolph, and let us customize a plan to meet all your banking needs. Find us online at southernstatesbank.net. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 410611, and 53. Realty scoring recap brought to you by your premier source for real estate information, Reliance Realty. Here's TA. Well, after the interception by Woodham, it took the Cats six plays and uh, drive it started with a minute 20 to go. Parker Woodham in from five yards. Cats go up 20 to nothing after the missed extra point. Butler will kick this one away, and it will land at the 30. Will stay in bounds. Donahoe will pick it up. No, they're going to say it did go out of bounds, and Donahoe will take over with 11.9 seconds to go in the first half. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Go ahead and look at a couple of scores here before we get into the Armstrong Brothers at halftime. Central High, Clay County 30 to nothing over Beauregard. Randolph County 26-12 over Horseshoe Bend and the Hanley Tigers. A second quarter lead of 19-0 over the Cleburne County Tigers just up the road. 11.9 seconds to go in the first half here. Woodland on top 20 to nothing over Donahoe. And by the way, Winterboro has taken an 8-6 lead over the widely bullpen really? as well. Wow. I'm sorry, I missed that one. Shotgun set for Hopkins. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to look back up the middle. It's caught by Steed. He'll get to the 40. Breaks another tackle. He's at midfield. 45-40. Mick Bailey's going to have to eat him up. No, it's going to be him and Luca Brown. He'll finally go down at the 29-yard line, and that is the last play of the first half. Your score, 20 to nothing in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. We're going to take a brief timeout, and when we come back, we'll have Coach Jason and Tyson Armstrong joining us for the Bobcat Halftime Report brought to you by Lacey Garner at J.C. Herrico. Again, your halftime score, 20 to nothing in favor of the Woodland Bobcats over Donahoe. This is Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Tonight's Bobcat Halftime Show is presented by Lacey Garner at JC Hair Co. in Woodland. Lacey helps you find the right look by offering cuts for men, women, and children, as well as coloring services. See Lacey today at JC Hair Co., a full-service salon, 24223 Highway 48 in Woodland. 
For appointments, call or text Lacey at 256-452-6239. Tonight's halftime show is presented by Lacey Garner at JC Haircut in Woodland. Call or text for an appointment today, 256-452-6239. Taylor Jones with Taylor Jones with iSchool Sports Network here, and we're joined by coaches Jason and Tyson Armstrong, uh, part two and three of the Armstrong Dynasty here at Woodland High School. Going to be talking to them about uh, school, how football practice is going, how games are going so far, and just everything going on in Bobcat football. Uh, before we get uh, into anything, Coach Tyson, you and Katie, congratulations on welcoming Briggs into the world back in July. So how are you adjusting to having him in the house now? Oh, man, it's great. Uh, being a dad, I, I keep um, reminding myself that I am when I'm away and told Jason the other day, man, I'm a dad, you know. Uh, we're excited. Um, you lose sleep, but you don't really count it as losing sleep. It's so exciting to, to be around him. And uh, we're blessed, man. And congratulations to you, too, because hey. three days apart, our kids are. Yeah, thank you. So everything that I'm going through, you went through three days before. Yeah. So, <laughs> so thank you yeah. for... Uh, being there and helping me out going yeah. through this, we're we're in a, we're in the game together. Yeah. Uh, another big thing uh, that happened for both of you guys is that now you were both working at Woodland High School in addition to coaching. So, how is it like you know teaching in a new school and just having to go through all of that new with the COVID protocols in place? Yeah, I'll go first just real quick. Just being around the kids, um, actually being able to be in the school, meet all the staff, um, fantastic group of people to work for. Um, it's been real excited, uh, not just driving, working during the day and driving for practice, actually being able to see the kids during the day is the biggest part for me. Yeah, uh, I think I agree with him. Uh, getting a chance to talk to kids that, uh, that uh, we see on the football field but never in the classroom and uh, also getting the other teachers that we've seen faces at the games but didn't know who they were. And so uh, having that talk with people that have been here for a really long time and getting the whole community kind of passed and the history there and uh, even getting to talk to kids who may be interested in playing next year. And so um, trying to bridge that gap a little bit and get some kids back out there. But overall, the teaching part has been great. Kids have been great. The blended schedule kind of makes things a little odd. And I think it's probably the emptiest hallway I've ever seen. Um, but it, the kids seem to be doing good with it. Uh, you know, the, I think the uh, the challenge of the technology thing and, and being on Schoology is a little bit hard for them. But uh, I think once we get going and everybody gets consistent with it, we should be all right. Should be successful. Yeah, Schoology is a trip for all of us, <laughs> for sure. It seems like lying. seems like you think we've got it figured out, but no. It, it, it continuously proves that no, nobody's ready for it. That was going to be the next question I asked, too, is just how great it was to – be with those kids knowing that when you guys came in, you basically had a week or two, and then it was, all right, game one, let's go after it. So it is good to be with those kids now, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, knowing uh, each other's nuances helps too. And, um, again, you know, we get to see them in the hallway, and it's interesting. The first day of school, I think, one of our players came in with a hat on, and we both were like, hey, take your hat off. Oh, yeah, sorry, Coach. You know, they're just getting back in the swing of things and uh, small things like that. But now year two, they know us a little better. We know their nuances too. And, um it's always a uh, it's always a blessing to get to try to influence somebody, and they're and they're learning us, man. I've had so many kids say things, and I'm like, man, you just taught me something. I had a kid today in class teach me something on on Google Classroom. I'm like, dude, I've been using that. And I didn't know I could do it. So um, it's it's been a learning experience, and it's been uh, it's been very uh, encouraging, challenging, but encouraging. Talking with Coach Jason and Tyson Armstrong here from Woodland High School, and we'll we talked a little bit about the relationships you've built in the classroom now that you're both in the classroom working at Woodland High School. 
Has that translated even better to the football field now that you've had a complete year with these kids? So I don't I, I really don't get a chance to see a lot of the high school kids outside of just the hallway. Um, but I think the middle school and our junior high team, yeah, to see the faces are like, oh, you're you're teaching here this year. So I think so. And I think, um, you know, kids talk, teachers talk, we talk. And um, I think there's a lot of positive things going on um, with our kids uh, in general. But we got a great staff, man, administration support. Um, these teachers that have been here for a really long time or that grew up here and went to school here love this place. And so uh, they love the kids. They'll bend over backwards for them. And um, I think our, our mentality and how we were raised goes along good with that. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's been – I think we're connecting some things here, definitely. I think like any relationship, um, the longer you get to know people, spend some time with uh, people, go through adversity together like we did last year, like we had this year, um, seeing them in the hallways, uh, joking around, but also knowing when to be serious. And I think we've, I think we've done a good job and they've done a good job um, staff-wise and player-wise of knowing when it's time to get serious and when it's time to have a little fun too because it's got, you've got to have some laughter. And uh, we've had a good bit of that already when, it, when it's necessary. Um, had some great practice time yesterday in the rain and we had some, had some fun with it. So uh, I think that's one of the biggest takeaways for me is that um, being around them this year, being able to, to progress that, relationship um, further and get to know each other better um, and I'm, I think Brock said told me that as soon as I got back hey daddy so you know congratulate me on being a father and stuff like that and just uh, you know sharing those things with them they're going to hopefully be daddies one day and uh, it's it's something else you know all about that so uh, that's the biggest takeaway for me. Yeah, it's been you talk about the community atmosphere that you have here at Woodland and you know going back and you know talking with your dad about the places that you've been to maybe the schools that you've even played at some of the schools you've coached at I know uh the school you came from Smith Station High School you could probably fit eight woodlands in that one high school and it not even touch what the actual population is so you've been to big schools you've been to small schools what are some things that you think are probably challenges of being in a smaller school as opposed to a bigger school And what are some of the perks of being in a smaller school as opposed to a big school well, Jason's been in some more bigger uh, school situations than I have. I think small school, like anybody we probably play and we'll see this year, numbers are an issue. Um, you know, I'm teaching, getting some kids out there that might not have played before um, and having them understand that they're not just bodies, that they matter to and that they need, we're trying to teach them just as, as well as the other guys who we're building on that already have some skills. Um, but as far as bigger schools, I'll let you. Um, I, man, I think, honestly, it's um... – Size or not, you know, we were at a school with 2,800, and at the time, now it's, you know, a lot more with 7A in Georgia, but at the time, the biggest classification. And uh, we're fortunate to be successful and get to the dance there. Also, was at a school with 600 students at the bottom of classification in 1A in Florida. And uh, we're, same thing, successful. We got a chance to win a state championship there, too. And so the one thing I think is consistent is the buy-in. Um, and, you know, you say all the time, you got to have buy-in. The players got to have buy-in. It's a community. And then you say community, it's like, well, what's really the community? Um, anybody that's involved with anybody from Woodland is part of that community. And so we've got to find a way to continue to create that positive buy-in, not just with our kids, um, but all the way from admin to grandparents and grand, you know, that, that have lived here for forever, went here. Um, and we've got to find a way to keep circling that up and rallying that. Um, cause I think that's why we were consistent in those other, or, or successful those other places was because everybody was bought in. There was no negativity. There was no, um, you know, it's his fault there. You can't blame. 
And um, we got to continue to, to, to strengthen this culture here. And I think with the staff here and the, at the admin, and we've got good parents. We've got, we've got a lot of support. Um, you can't see it all the time because of COVID. You can't only have so many people. Um, but I, I know there's people that come and drive up and they're watching from their car. I mean, that's, that's pretty special. Um, and so, but I think the size matters, doesn't matter. I don't know. I think it's all about the buy-in and that's got to be as a whole. That's every single person from staff to parent to anyone that does anything for this school has got to be completely positively bought in. And uh, I think that's been the, that was the difference of those places we were successful. Cause I've been at ones, like you said, where you could fit eight woodlands in there and we were okay successful for that particular year. But the history there is, is, is not so successful. Um, and then other schools in Georgia at 7A, where they had been to the playoffs one time in 6A, one time in 5A, as soon as we bumped up, there was a little bit of, you know, a little bit of struggle there. Um, but they all bought in. And so we got to continue to somehow keep rallying that around um, for these kids and for this community. You know. And you were, you know, talking about buying in. That's one thing that I can already see as far as the student body is concerned. Looking at the roster from last year, looking at the roster from this year, there are a handful of guys that are new to the team this year. They're already contributing in big ways. Uh, Dalton Bowling, Casey yeah. Smith, Logan Barrett, just, you know, several of those players. So what was it like trying to get those players to buy in when they weren't playing football last year? And it seemed like they, you know, bought in pretty quickly. As soon as the season was over, they were ready to get out there. It's, uh, it's interesting. You know, we had never met. I don't think I'd, I'd never met Debo or Casey. Um, had just heard some of the players, Brock and Matthew, talk about them. Uh, it was funny. I think it was the first week maybe Casey and Debo were out there in the secondary, and I looked at Brock and I said, you know, how's it feel to have – he was like, man, this, this reminds me of my sophomore year. These are my boys. And uh, their demeanor has been great. At first, you know, you're kind of like, are they, do they, do they, are they buying in? Do they, are they, they don't smile too much. And then, and then all of a sudden you get in a tackling drill and it's like, ooh, you know, they're here. They're competitors. Um, they both want to win really bad. Uh, and so that, building that, that relationship has been awesome. Uh, yeah, like you said, Debo and Casey both are huge contributors now. And so having seniors come back to play is huge. A lot of these younger kids look up to those kids in baseball and other sports. And so, um, you know, Casey's successful in basketball. I think Debo is as well. So, and ba yeah, but I think Debo's going to, he's going to play college ball, right? So, yeah, so, um, you know, they're successful. And I think our young kids are seeing that. And so we're, we've had, we still got kids asking to come out. And so uh, I think it's, it's been huge. Uh, I enjoy coaching them. I know that. It's been, it's been a blast. Yeah, I think, I think my two cents would be that uh, probably the relationship that uh, their teammates have with them already um, prior to coming out. I know we heard their names a good bit last year. The film that we saw coming into Woodland had those guys um, on some film. So we were like, well, where's, where's that kid at? Where's that kid? You know, and sure enough, you know, I don't even know if we heard about it till the first day of summer stuff. And, you know, there they are, which we probably would have known about it in spring if had we had one. Um, I think it's the, the good job. Um, and that might be something about a small school too. You know, you, you were closer to each other. We went to a small high school. Everybody knew everybody. If one of my teammates called me tomorrow, anything that I could do, you know, um, you build those relationships. So them getting them to come out there and I think Logan was a move-in and a great kid that asked questions. He's trying to learn every single day, and he's got some good examples to look up to. So, um, yeah, we're excited about that. Very hard work. And staying on that topic, but the players that were here last year when you took over the job, 
How much of a transition have you seen from your first practice to how much they bought in now nearly halfway through the 2020 season? Yeah, and again, to the relationship. They know us better, um, a year, a year of, of getting to know us, um, knowing what kind of winds our clock, if you will. And, uh, you know, I, I think that um, I think that 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 buy-in from last year and having to go through adversity and having a one-in-nine season um, and had some success this year early on and now we're, we're – Good week of practice. Looking forward to another region game. Um, I, I think the 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 building up from last year has has um, come around again when we start football again very well. Um, and we're constantly building relationships. We're constantly getting to know each other. Yeah. yeah, I think some of the players last year that we were that that we kind of weren't sure about stepping up and being big contributors now have realized this is my time. Um, and there were some, I mean, to be completely honest, over the summer we were kind of going, you know, if he does this, we're going to be really good. And if he does this, we're going to be really good. But if he doesn't, what's our next plan of action? And so um, some of those guys last year that maybe didn't get a chance to contribute as much are now stepping in that role. And I think that's a product of the seniors. And I think it's a product of uh, us putting a good, um, if you will, like the part of the program that's becoming more positive. Um, you know, several – I'll just say a name, Kalen Houston is one that, you know, we weren't sure last year that he could go an entire game. Um, and this year he didn't miss – I don't think he missed, but a couple of days in the summer, he's here every day. Uh, he's getting better every day. Um, he's one that stands out in my mind just because of the, uh, the, the fact that he's a bigger guy. And this heat, it gets to you. And the more he's got to get down in that stance, you know. But his, he just hasn't completely developed – um, in certain areas, and, and he's getting there every day. He's growing every day. But um, honestly, I just think the, the buy-in, and I think the seniors have done a great job. I think Brock's been a great leader. I think Parker and Guy, you get the same thing out of them every day. It's positive. It's let's go. Let's get it straight. Let's, you know, fixing it. And so, um, again, I give, I give all the credit in the world to the, to the guys, um, our previous the players from last year that really stepped up our seniors. And, you know, a lot of them were already um, in a leadership role. Or so like Matthew uh, Butler, who goes 100 miles an hour, oh, yeah. no where you put him. I mean, yeah, he doesn't care. He just wants to play football. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I give a lot of it to the seniors. Yeah, and you bring up Kalen Houston. You know that you're doing well when alumni that played several years back are hearing about this kid. They're seeing pictures of him on Facebook. Like, my goodness, I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think kids at Woodland could get that big. But yeah. uh, Kalen Houston, a, a very key contributor. Very happy that we have him on the line. Uh, still very early in the year, though. We've still got just a little bit more than half our games left to play uh, next week, a big uh, non-region game, but it is against the school up north. So, of course, it's going to be huge and a uh, string of three straight home games uh, after the game against Donahoe. So just your message to the fans and the community and everybody else to, you know, say, hey, we're going to be back for a couple weeks. We need you more than ever. What's your message to them to get them in the seats? Um Come out, support the kids. Uh, they look forward to it. They talk about it. Uh, yeah, the team from up north is coming. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one. Um, we're still getting used to this rival, and already we're we're pretty thick into it. We talk about it all the time. And so uh, some of the players are talking about bringing some old things back. And I know with I know with uh, with with you know the COVID nineteen thing's been kind of challenging for everybody. But please come on out, support, come support them. Uh, they believe in y'all, and I know y'all believe in them too. Just come out and show up, and be loud as you can, and. Let's go get a W. It is a big game, and I know uh, I'm a huge fan of rival games. Um, I know there's a big history. I can't remember the exact number that the the, the battle is, but it's been a lot of battles um, and respect on both sides and wins and losses on both sides. Um, our kids are excited about it, just as excited as they were last year. Same thing with the Wadawi game. 
Um, they got me calling it Wadawi instead of Randolph County. I, just, I hear that more so. That, that's how County. you know you're a Woodland Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited about it for them, especially the seniors. I know it's a big deal. Um, but like any, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're big on the region games because that's what gets us to the playoffs. And we just want to get better. Um, we want to win yeah. bad. Um, but we need to get better and we need to fight hard and uh, we need to be Woodland Bobcats and take it to them. Hey, we look forward to uh, seeing those games coming up. Uh, again, the next three weeks following our game tonight will be at home against Randburn, at home against Wadley, another big rivalry game that's now a region game, and then uh, Talladega County Central. So three big games at home. We'd love to see all of you out there at Warren Sewell Field to cheer on the Bobcats. Guys, as always, a pleasure talking with you. I know it, you know, we, it seems like we talk a pretty good bit, never on the air. Uh, but as always, a pleasure uh, talking with you guys. We look forward to talking with you guys later down the road. Yeah, and thank, thank you all for what you all do. Thank you, man. Go Cats. Go Cats. Tonight's Bobcat Halftime Show is presented by Lacey Garner at JC Hair Co. in Woodland. Lacey helps you find the right look by offering cuts for men, women, and children, as well as color